Welcome to Elevated Impressions. Welcome to Elevated Impressions. This is Cal, and today I'm elevated on a hybrid string called the Riddler. And this is Laz, and I am elevated on some hybrid strand of sour space candy. Uh, thanks to you for joining us today here on Elevated Impressions, where we're going to be reviewing What If Episode 2. Um, what if um, the Black Panther was um, Star-Lord? Star um, and first off, uh, before we get into this, um, shout out to Chadwick Boseman. This is one of his last works. Um, so we'll take a moment of silence for him and all his great work. As we paid our respect to him, um, let's uh, let's get into this episode. Um, well, well, as a whole, before we get into it, Cal, what were your thoughts on episode two of What If, um, and specifically comparing it to episode one, just as a whole episode? What were your thoughts? I thought that T'Challa becoming Star Lord had a greater impact than. Um, Peggy Carter becoming Captain Britain. Um, like T'Challa changed everything he touched, literally everything, entire character plot lines, uh, entire universes, families. He just proved that, you know, his destiny was to be great no matter what, no matter what, uh, no matter what if happens, right? Like it, it's what it is. He was always going to be a great character. And I, I love the way they put it in and put it together. Um, and then still brought us back that confirmation that he came back to earth and has that opportunity just to still take his throne. But then that little teaser at the end as well about, you know, what growing up in a different scenario situation could actually have an impact on someone else. Uh, when we saw the actual star Lord, uh, Peter Griffin, Peter, wow, I want to call him Peter Griffin. What is his <laughs> name? <laughs> Peter Quill. No, Peter um, Quill, that would be funny though. <laughs> uh, Peter Quill and how his life might turn out now that Ego found him not with a nurturing family. So it's kind of like a nurture versus nature situation and how you're raised can really have an impact on you depending on who you are though. Because no matter where, where T'Challa went, he was a great person. Yeah, I I absolutely agree. And you know, I think um, as a whole, like they really stepped it up in episode two. Like the questions that I had for episode one, where I was just like, are we gonna play the same you know, movies or shows over and over again, just changing a few things in an animated form. They answered that immediately. This whole episode only had like Easter eggs or small plot lines that followed Guardians of the Galaxy. And we got totally new content. You know, we just set set, set pieces and characters and everything else was new. So super thankful for that. And you're right, like T'Challa, like everything he touched, like just spread like wildfire it just created completely different characters all around um so much more impact um and you know let's get into that because you know right right into the opening scene i really like how they they really just played into the fact that we got to see the ravengers and 
we got to see how T'Challa was taken, right? Because that was a big question of T'Challa, what if, is how is he going to be taken from Wakanda? How is that going to work? Um, what did you think about how they set that up, how, you know, T'Challa was investigating and, you know, out of the perimeter and this whole story of why the Ravengers came for him? Um, did you like how they played that out? What were your thoughts on that? It was satisfactory. Um, <laughs> I understand what they're going for, right? They, they're what they're really, at least for me, what I'm seeing is that the what if question is nothing so far, at least from episode one or two, a big question. It's, it's usually just a very small statement. In episode one, it was like, what if Peggy Carter decided not to go sit in the stands? Uh, in episode two, it's what if Yondu didn't go to pick up Ego's kid? Um, you know, he sent one of his subordinates to go and do that. Um, and as we know, based off of how the Ravagers are, they definitely weren't the smartest or brightest group. So that would make sense, right? It was satisfactory. Um, T'Challa being a, a curious kid and wandering outside of the perimeter for Wakanda, I could see that. They never really gave us uh, a lot in the movies about T'Challa as a child, other than you know some lessons that he learned. So I can see this being a plausible situation. It was just satisfactory to me. Yeah, and you know, it made sense. I was okay with it. Um, you know, it made sense when they said, oh, you know, we were looking for readings of something not of this planet and we went to Wakanda where it's on a mound of vibranium. Okay, that makes sense. You know, like um, it was a little simple, but it made sense. And I think that wasn't, you know, the focus. I think what really blew me away as every time we got a new character or got a new place is as you see T'Challa grew up, you know, and then we played that scene from Guardians of the Galaxy where they were taking the uh, Power Stone, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, um, and they, you know, they were going to capture uh, uh, Peter Quill, but T'Challa, they were like, oh, I'm so sorry, my lord, you know, like it was just that was hilarious like you know i really i really like that did you think they overdid that whole like praise and honor to t'challa throughout the episode as they, like every piece what were your thoughts on that no i i think that was just justified right in the beginning you kind of got that first bit of curiosity the way that uh, the initial guy was praising him right as being a uh, you know a, a great person, um, you know, Korath and you know, how he's complimenting him, saying so he's a fan of him. And you're like, okay, you don't really get how or why because it's like, is it just because he's Star Lord? What did Star Lord do? And you start thinking about, you know, what you know about what's, who Star Lord is and as a person. And nine times out of ten, the Guardian of Galaxies led by Peter Quill, Star Lord, stumbled into their victories, right? They usually failed more times than none and then would stumble into something miraculous and get you know rewarded for that um but it's as you can see just by the different ways that um um t'challa star lord used that gravity feel compared to peter quill star lord he's more inventive he's more effective he was he took less moves less motion he did it in all seamless as fuck he was smooth as fuck um, so real smooth so as you can see how that bleeds into everything else he does we now have an effective star lord and so planets saved wars avoided the snap avoided like he does <laughs> a shit ton and i was like yep 
at the end, by the time I came to the end of the episode, was like, yeah, praise and worthy is necessary. He's a king. That's basically yeah. what it is. Cool. I get it. <laughs> so you mentioned the snap averted. So, and they brought that up. Obviously, Thanos is Team Ravengers. And, you know, and and they asked her, just like, how did you turn the Mad, Mad Titan? And, you know, Thanos just appears and it's like, hey, you know, like, um, what did you think of the Thanos reveal and, you know, Thanos being on the good guy quote side um what do you think of that i thought it was fucking hilarious i i was laughing the whole way through because he shows up just like a casual person and just like yeah he convinced he talked me out of it and Charles just said like yeah i didn't do that much of a big deal i just showed you the way and he's like yeah great and like he talk he still talks about mm-hmm. how great the snap would have been though that's that's what i found the best Thanos still talked about like look even though he convinced me the snap still would have been the best and they're like that's genocide he's like no it's, it's just appropriate calling and it's random so like it's great that they still toss that in there uh the only thing i found weird was that because of all of this well if you think about it time wise right he, it would kind of make sense because he doesn't go through all of the things that he goes through in the avengers but even before the Avengers, Thanos is supposed to be like this all-powerful character. So you're telling me that he, since he doesn't go down the timeline of the snap, he's now like so much weaker and got his ass kicked yes. by the lackeys in the in the show. So that part I found weird as fuck. But other than that, I, I loved it. I thought it was a, a great thing to toss in there. Yeah, he still held the Mad Titan name, but didn't hold the power with it. Um, and you know, Thanos held power way well before he had the Infinity Stones, like you know, and even in the MCU, like he was setting up plots before the Avengers, you know. He so, um, that is one thing that I, I, I agree to, but I think through the whole episode, I noticed this comic relief that was appropriate, like it was kind of funny to see, like the whole genocide comments from from you know um thanos and it was like a little bit of funny in the episode that i liked um that kept me interested um and reminded me of watching animated shows um so i think moving forward when when they mentioned the collector um yandu completely changed he's like we're not going for the collector um we see the collector and this guy is like jacked um what do you think of the collector's like persona like like you know and we're gonna get into a little bit of like his his realm and some of the easter eggs we see there and his weapons but just the collector itself in this timeline he basically just powered up what are your thoughts on on him cow I think it was interesting to see how just a slight shift in power in the universe can cause a completely different character to rise and in a different way, right? Like Thanos was a villain who was just misguided in what he thinks that what he's doing was right. The Collector is just being selfish as fuck and just hoarding shit for the hell of it. Um, and he was just a completely different main villain. And I thought that was cool to see. Uh, definitely didn't expect it though, because I still had the, you know, the thoughts of the Collector from the MCU um, in my mind. And it would have been kind of great if they gave a little bit of a backstory on how he became so powerful, just like a quick snip of it, um, you know, just to kind of solidify that 
what he did because I feel like he did some real brutal shit to get the, where the fuck he got and all the things that he has collected in there you know we're gonna talk about those easter eggs you said but like he's collected a shit ton of fucking things and some weird ass stuff too so I feel like his story would be another great like side what if if they go that route yeah I feel like they didn't have enough time like this what if the what if episode with Jachala was great but man like you can't introduce a collector like that and not give us something more like and you could even add it like a couple minutes of just yandu saying like we're not going after him because of xyz and this and this and that and this you know like something to like make us realize like oh okay because the only thing only reason we realized he was so strong is because we saw his weapons right let's talk about that for a minute this guy pulls out a like weapons rack and immediately the first thing i see is captain america's shield um mirror um we see the dark elf dagger from you know the leader of the dark elves um uh we also see help me out the uh the helmet he put on from hella's helmet hella's helmet uh, and there was a few other things in there did you catch any other big ones yeah, they had uh, Loki's helmet was there as well on the side. So, like, that shows me, like, this guy went up, the Collector went up against the Avengers, took the Avengers down, or and somehow, um, and then basically took over Asgard, because he basically had everything of Asgard's legendary weapons. If that's not a story in itself, you know, like uh that that that's wild um you know that's two realms right there if we're talking you know as guardian um and his collection is huge way more huge than what we saw in the actual guardians of the galaxy i mean there's there's little mini prisons for everyone um couple notable easter eggs in there when we went to the ship section we saw a ton of ships basically throughout every single ship we've seen in the mc was 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 present um we got to see uh the space dog um and we got um some voice lines from the duck um what's his name again howard the duck howard the duck um what did you think of that that part i thought it was cool but it was you know what what did you think of that it was cool that was unexpected right uh, but it was like a nice little comic relief uh tossing in howard the duck and just having him rant on like rant terribly so to the point where t'challa's like yeah i'm, I'm not following you just, just <laughs> come on let's go we're not doing this <laughs> um and then they called out you know different pieces from uh if you pay attention to like howard the duck's line he talked about um frost giants and he mentioned um a whole bunch of other different characters within the mcu um just to call them out um cronin's as well he called them out um and then the whole until you've gone duck line he was just like a, a great <laughs> raunchy comic relief um i did enjoy uh when we went to um that little bar that they had there with the robot from sakar in uh thor ragnarok uh but also the bar itself was one of the bars from star wars um it was one of the bars they introduced to star wars i can't remember what planet it was from but it looked just like it that was the first thing i just looked at that star wars and then one of the ships as well in the very back corner was an x-wing so they x-wing you saw that yeah. yeah 
I thought that was pretty cool. I definitely enjoyed that. I, I really do hope they do like some additional what ifs. Uh, well, I know they will be because we're gonna get uh, four, three more episodes to Chadwick Boseman in it. So of course we'll probably be, re- be returning to this universe. So maybe we might get. Actually, no. The the collector should be dead now, right? Yeah. So never mind. We might not get that story. <laughs> Maybe we not didn't this necessarily season. see him die, and you know, um, I we know that we're getting Chadwick Boseman in three other episodes. My question is, are we going to see the same T'Challa back? Are they going back to the same, you know, timeline, or are we going to see another T'Challa in a different timeline? Maybe play a secondary character. And I think that may happen. I don't, I don't necessarily think we will go back to this timeline, but it's too early to, to know at this point with only two episodes in. Um, any other notable things that you noticed in the episode? And, and one other point, we, we saw Thanos um, sidekicks um, show up for the Collector as his sidekicks. Um, and they basically held the same notable powers, but I thought that was a interesting that they took that same place basically and just swapped villains you know they just went from thanos thanos is not a bad guy anymore so they basically went to the collector yeah i thought that was pretty cool um i enjoyed seeing that even t'challa's you know overall influence can't change everybody and everything Mm -hmm. right um those people were just destined to be you know, lackeys under the whoever's ruling and whoever's, you know, taking things on. Um, the one thing I, I definitely want to call out as like our big thing is that ending scene uh, with Ego appearing to Peter Quill. Um, mm-hmm. And we're seeing, we're guessing he definitely did not have the best life because he grew up uh, clearly not that better, that, not that well off. He's working at a DQ. Uh, he still got his, his Walkman though, so at least that's the same. <laughs> but. <laughs> Looks like we might have a Peter Quill that goes along with egos opposed oh, to yeah. opposing. Oh yeah, definitely. That that's what we're gonna see. And uh, I don't know if you caught it, but you know the the Watchmen basically say on the Watcher. I'm sorry, the Watcher basically saying like this isn't good news. I think is the, the line he used, or um, this only spells bad news or something like that. Um, really hinting at the fact that you know. Um, that's not good, you know, and I, I definitely think Peter went with him. And I wonder what the repercussions of that will be, but I definitely think they wanted us to remember that and recall that uh, from there. Overall, yes. you know, what if um, episode two um, really stepped it up? T'Challa really, um, they did a good job and um, it was fun to watch. It wasn't just interesting, it was fun to watch in my opinion. I completely agree and I'm, I'm really hoping they continue ramping things up from there um, and keep us away from the, a lot of the whole, it's just a slight change in the character story like we saw with um, Captain Britain. Um, so hopefully we get more T'Challa type situations where the character has a larger influence on not just his story but those around him um and you know maybe some fun little comic reliefs in there of other characters being changed by them um oh the only other thing i think we should talk about is the fact that the collector has korg's arm what, was that was that korg's arm i didn't know if it was 
exactly Korg's arm. I knew it was yeah. it was one of his people, but I was like, is this Korg's arm or not? Like, so the collector says he got it off of a terrible, terribly chatty Cronin. And Korg, yeah, Korg. That's the only one we know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. So that was kind of also a little weird thing. So I'm I'm really wondering like if it's a he killed them all or did he just find opportunities to take these things well i think he killed because when he captured t'challa he was like he was disappointed he ain't got powers so he was like let just dissect him you know to me that just showed him he killed all those people like <laughs> he killed them so, you know if you're gonna dissect a, a perfectly you know capable human or you know person i wouldn't be surprised if he killed them that's true that'd be intense but yeah I, I mean i did really enjoy this episode this was really a well done episode and i'm looking forward to what if more than i have before now because i could see like how they can really toss things up yeah yeah they definitely they definitely definitely give us vision of now how how it can be done and um how they don't have to do too much difference but they make such a massive difference you know and really opens up good conversations like we're having here all right well thank you guys for joining us today on elevated oppressions this is cal and this is laz thank you for flying with us make sure to like and subscribe on all your platforms and stay tuned for next week's episode see you guys soon Thanks for flying with Elevated Impressions. 